So the ACC made out like bandits for the NFL draft, but when it comes to comparing in the Power Five conferences, where did the ACC land, and is it something where we should feel good about it, or is there room for improvement? We'll talk about all of that on today's show. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked on ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper, joined by Kenton Gibbs each and every day. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Super grateful to always have Kenton in the building to talk us through some conference news. We represent the basketball, football, and all that in-between side of it. And you can find our lovely faces on YouTube whenever you want to get some action and subscribe to that channel because we got over 1,000, but 2,000 is even better. Kenton, NFL draft happened. All went down. All of the picks were in, all of the undrafted free agents, so we can sit back and assess where as a conference we stood and just give ourselves a little grade when it comes to measuring against the other power five. So we ready to get into this? I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's 100%. do it. 100%. Yes, yes, yes. So we tar- start with where did we land? We're in the middle of the pack. Where would you give us a grade if you were to say in terms of the top players of the ACC, how did we fare? I mean, I, I don't think it's fair to give the conference a grade based off the top players, but I guess if I had to look at the top, I mean, our top players can compete with anybody. So I'd probably say our first rounders up against everybody else's. If there was like a NFL street style pickup game, I, I feel like we come in probably second place. I feel like we we come in second place. Who comes in first place? Oh, the SEC. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so, just, just off sheer volume. I mean, that's a that's a bad bet. Bad bet that you want to do that. It's funny you bring up volume and the depth of what our you know street style roster would be. How many players in the SEC were drafted? This year? I believe that number was 62. 62. 62. 62. And then what was the next highest? Next highest was the Big Ten with 55. 57. Oh, I'm sorry. Was it 57? I thought it was 55. Was it? Oh, Did you okay. tell me 57? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the Big Ten. No, the Big Ten had 55. Yeah. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Thought I heard 57, but that's all good. You're golden. And then the ACC had how many? 32. Okay. Okay. So right now we're in the middle of the pack because we got what five teams, five conferences. You know, what I'm the Power Five. Power yep, Five. I yep, got. Yep. You. Yep. 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 And then after ACC, what we have? Big 12 with 30. Okay. Okay. And, and bring yourself and- to the Big 12 is always interesting. But go ahead. Go ahead. And in last place is the Pac-12 with 27. You know, we could always be the Pac-12. <laughs> that I, could give us a piece? Okay. I mean, I, I'm looking at this, and I'm saying to myself that the objectively, all of the bottom three of the Power Five are closer to the American Athletic Conference than we are the Big Ten, uh, let alone the SEC who, who led the Pac. So there needs to be... You know, it's a struggle right now. It's a struggle. And, um, you know, some of these teams need to pick it up in terms of getting their players to the league. And, you know, when ACC kickoff rolls around and we ask Commissioner Phillips these types of questions, and one of them may propose to be, how do we compete 
with the creme de la creme of draft, drafting SEC players, drafting Big Ten players. How do we get our kids the same type of exposure, maybe from television deals or just quality of strength of program? Like, what is the missing thing to where the ACC is not the, one of the most dominant in if the football talk- side? If you're talking exposure, get barely sports away from your sports forever. No, but seriously, uh, that is part of it, right? That that wait, type wait, of wait. nonsense. What's wrong with Bally Sports? Oh my God, please. We don't have time. We, is we it, truly is it just do not is it just a, a connection issue or what's it like you've always talked about Bally in a bad way, but like I've never really heard your Bally spiel. It's a very unserious organization. <laughs> There are like games are randomly blacked out at times. You have to go through their app in particular because it's not available through any streaming service like Hulu or anything like that. Even if you get Fubo, which it's on sometimes, you still might not get the games you want. It's an entire mess. But mm-hmm. I'm not blaming Valley Sports for this, even though they're terrible. And I believe they're going bankrupt. Are they going bankrupt? They're going bankrupt. They're going bankrupt. You deserve it. But anyway, um, the the reality is this. Mm-hmm. You need to win in the living room, mm-hmm. as Howard Schnellenberger once said, right? <laughs> Famous Miami coach. The reality is, mm-hmm. if you can win in terms of recruiting, that's where you get all of these players who are, are going to these uh, SEC and Big Ten schools. There was a graphic that NC State put up that they have produced more players in the NFL from the state of North Carolina than any other ACC school. Now, why is that wording important, Candace? Tell the people why that wording is important. Because in, in terms of the ACC, that's great. But in terms of the SEC and the Big Ten, maybe they didn't quite have that statistic that they could post. Bingo, bango. That means that the best players in the state of North Carolina are leaving the state. That's what that means. Why are they leaving the state? Because you're not winning in the living room. And let's work out how this is a circular game here, right? Mm-hmm. So you lose the recruiting battles for the top players, i.e. Noah Rogers, who was right around the corner from Raleigh. I mean, no, he played at Roseville. So I believe he is a Raleigh native. Played with Lex Thomas. If you don't, if the Thomas name is familiar to you, that's because his big brothers, Drake and Thayer, were stars in, in Raleigh for some time. You lose Noah Rogers. Where does Noah Rogers go? To Ohio State. What conference is Ohio State in? The Big Ten. So when Noah goes on to have the amazing career that we all know he will. He's going to help put that team in a national championship. He's going to help put that team in a playoff, all that good stuff. And then what happens as a result of that? So it's the circle, right? You lose him in the recruiting battle. He goes on to help that team. They get better. They win things. Maybe he wins a thing up there. All of a sudden, the next kid coming through, well, I remember Noah. He went up to Ohio State and had some success. It makes it harder for you to win that next recruiting battle And the cycle starts all over again. And it's not just to the Big Ten because there's a ton of guys in the state of North Carolina. going. And I'm not just criticizing NC State, UNC, and Wake Forest because there are plenty of others in the building. Uh, The Sunshine State is producing a drastic amount of NFL players. They never stopped producing football players down there. Miami stopped getting them. Florida State, they're just now kind of getting back into the groove of getting them. You know, I mean, this is, this is just the reality. 
if we are talking what's happening right now and why is the SEC and the Big Ten so head and shoulders above, it's because the ACC did not have or does not have, rather, at the moment, the type of recruiters who go out there and get the best in the country. Because the reality is, is it's yes, coaching is a factor in it. Absolutely. The actual coaching when you get there is a factor. But if you're losing these recruiting battles, if you're losing in the living room, it's never about your X's and your O's. It's your Larry's and your Joe's. And if the best Larry's and Joe's from ACC country are going to SEC and Big Ten, then that's what you get. So there's a couple things, right? Great monologue. I hear you. I receive. Damn, you had to let Duke catch a stray there. We didn't mention them in the battle of the state recruitment, but that's fine. Number two, I hear you on terms of losing recruiting battles. What I think is very difficult and challenging is that we talk about Big Ten Network. You talk about, you know, SEC Network. You talk about CBS. You talk about ABC. You talk about these major networks. And then you have the ACC Network, which isn't as strong. Got Hell, you got Longhorn Network. Isn't as strong as some of these other people. Who do people want to watch? Talk about living room. Who do people want to watch and hear analysts, you know, speak on and analyze the certain games and all the things, college game day. It's like, we got this grand of rights thing, but when you're not putting out your premier matchups and when you're, you know, deducing people to have to play on ACC network, that still for, there was a period of time where people couldn't even get the ACC network because they had a little beef with Comcast. So it's like, we're not setting ourselves up for success (laughs) from an exposure standpoint because we all know, hey, I grew up watching Julius Peppers. I grew up watching name your insert your favorite player from your you know said favorite school. That made me want to go there. It's not the same necessarily for a lot of these ACC schools. So you don't have the the big Ohio State Michigan draw, right? You don't have the USC Notre Dame matchup draw. Like you don't have those draws like you do from necessarily other pro Alabama, Auburn, all the things. You name it, it's there. I'm gonna tell you this. And I, I know that a lot of people are looking at us saying, well, why are you talking all this media stuff and not talking actual ball? The media stuff affects the ball. And I love the point that you just brought up about you don't have the draw of a Michigan or Ohio State in that regard because your networks are having beef with, with the providers and whatnot. Let me explain something to you. I grew up on the west side of Detroit, Michigan, when uh, Michigan was like, they weren't good. They were great. That was the Lloyd Carr era and the national championships, all that good stuff. Every Saturday, I could turn on ABC and I would see the University of Michigan up there. Every single Saturday. I was the biggest Michigan fan in the world because they were super accessible. Even when before we started stealing cable, we still had the ability to see you could see University of Michigan every week. If you don't have cable, how do you see these games that are on ACC Network? And I get it. In today's era, everybody has some type of streaming service or everybody shares somebody's password. Sure, whatever. If you don't have access to those things, how do you see the sport? How do you see the teams that you want to see in your area? You go watch what's on, like you just mentioned, CBS. Well, who is CBS partnered with? SEC. Oh, okay. Every time you hear that, dun, 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 mm-hmm. you know you're not about to see an ACC team. Mm-hmm. So I agree. It's, it is the media does play a large part in it, but I'm sorry. I'm for controlling what you can control and as many people as possible. Phillips, get your stuff together on ACC, but y'all coaches, go beat the ground harder. Stop think, letting build yeah. a fence around your state. Have some pride about yourself. 
<laughs> I just think he needs to stay on ABC's ass. Like, I think if that's a good start. Like, if we're going to get some ACC games, let it not just be Clemson and Florida State. Let it not just be, you know, when Clemson plays Notre Dame. Let ABC be the matchups that we see from multiple ACC programs that are trying to elevate themselves. You need a Drake May on ABC, right? You need a Pittsburgh who clearly gets guys to the league and has some of the best, you know, stats when it comes to that. You need to see more games with them and the opportunities that, you know, present itself. So that's just my two cents there. We're going to wrap up whether or not, though, we can ever catch up to the SEC or the Big Ten here. But first, want to remind you guys about our friends at FanDuel. Make a fast break towards the NBA playoffs and the action that comes with FanDuel by making your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. There's no better place to bet all of the action than America's number one sports book. Please visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel is the official sports betting partner of the NBA. Shout out to the homie Stephen Curry doing what he does. Game seven didn't get to talk about it the other day, but whew, basketball is heating up. You got the Suns, you got Harden, you got the Celtics, all the things. I mean, there's a lot of good action there. It's crazy that you mentioned the, the Suns and not the actual ACC player that's playing for the Suns right now. You know what I mean? CP3 been around for forever and a day, but he's still a Wake Forest grad. You know, y'all sharing alma mater. You know, that's crazy. Oh, it's, okay. not, not, it's not my guy for many a reason. Multi, multitude of myriad. Is that the right word? A myriad is correct. T- tell me my SAT prep words. You're the smart one of the group. All right. Well, either way it goes. Will the ACC ever catch up to the SEC or the Big Ten? It remains to be seen because I think the SEC is just a cut above. I hate that it it doesn't mean more, but what I do think is that they produce more. They figure it out. They figured it out. By strength alone, you're going to get an opportunity. The fact that they're trying to call it the Philadelphia Bulldogs, even if half those guys don't pan out, they're getting opportunities. And that's crazy. I'll tell you this. It's all cyclical. It's all mm-hmm. cyclical. There are every conference, every team, everybody, they go through their up periods. They go through their downs. They go through, the, you know, it happens. It happens. The SEC is ahead. The Big Ten is ahead. Those two, they are head and shoulders, a cut above right now. So the question is not, can you catch up as a conference? It is, how do I? It's not, can you? Because you know you can. You know you can. Yes, you're looking at the SEC where they have a lot of states where the SEC is located don't have professional teams. So that is their professional team. Absolutely. Sure. What what professional team is there in Mississippi? Seriously. Like that's that's the reality. So Ole Miss and Mississippi State are their de facto teams, right? Good. Great. Uh, wonderful. That doesn't matter. You can't control that. You control what you can control. You control making sure that your product is up to snuff. That's what you Top control. Top tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. you control. Mm-hmm. When you say, if I'm the commissioner, I'm looking at, like you said, the ACC network and Valley said, well, what is your structural soundness? How far are you from, are you two bad days away from bankruptcy? Because if so, <laughs> I don't really want to be rocking with you. That's just the reality. I, I can't really afford to take that risk. That's a swing I can't afford to miss on. Right, oh, right. is this talent somebody who's actually going to do what I need to? 
that type of stuff. And then the coaches, yeah. back to the coaches, when you go after these players, yeah. What what do you what do you think it is that Nick Saban and and Kirby Smart and and all those guys are offering that you're not? They got to be selling the dream of like football first, football focus, and then academics. Maybe it has to be that. It has to be. The, and I, what do, is it? Do you think? Do you think that the ACC schools are selling academics first? No, you I don't think they're so? selling academics first, but I think they like harp on the fact that you get a well-rounded experience. Because, I mean, let's be honest, going to any ACC school, you're going to get a well-rounded experience. You can't be no dummy to go to half of these jokers. You cannot. Absolutely. And that's great and that's wonderful and all. That's Hey, hey, that's hey, cool. Great. That, being an accountant, that's great. Being a, being a tech recruiter, that's great. Good for your school. Good for right. you. Right. Listen. Um, we're talking about what brings in the monies. We're talking about what brings in the draft picks. Brother, if you got to sell football first, you go in that co- Hey man, all that school stuff, you get a degree so you can play ball, brother. Like what what do we got to do to get you to sign here? What do we have to do? What do but we wait. have to make happen? But Kenton, are some of the guys that they're recruiting to go to certain schools, like you talk about Duke and Wake Forest all the time, but there's a certain sect of like players that you have to get because of the academic rigor, even for Georgia Tech, you know, even for schools like that. Is it a point to where you kind of know what kind of caliber guy you're getting and if they just so happen to be a superstar by the end of it, it's sort of a like you're surprised an anomaly rather than the norm? I mean, it, it, hitting in college football in general is an anomaly. Regardless, yeah. hitting in college football, that's that's an anomaly, right? If I look at myself, for an example, I was good when I was healthy. I was just never healthy, right? So it's, it's not – there's plenty of players who share my story. There are some players who – we don't know what happened, but that tape lied to them coaches. <laughs> they, they lied, and they were not who they thought they were when they showed up to campus. Yeah. But, the re- again, the reality is you go after the best, you land the best, you become better. Um, as much as people say, oh, the stars don't mean anything. The rankings don't mean anything. If you got that dog in you, you got that dog in you. Well, let me let you in on something, okay? Those guys who follow people around, who follow high schoolers around all year, and let me make that not creepy, for football purposes, of course. Mm-hmm. Those guys who do that, those guys and gals and folks who do that, get paid decently. They don't get paid well, trust me. I know person. They get paid decently mm-hmm. because they're good at their jobs. When they're evaluating all that talent, will there be misfires? Absolutely. There's nothing in this world that is 100% every single time they get it right. But for the most part, the teams that tend to get the most five stars tend to end up in national championships. Ain't that great? And uh, what a novel idea. There's, so, not too many, there's not too many chip on the shoulder two to three stars for sure. I mean, I'm Do guys sure get one star? I don't know. They might, but I, my thing is this, I'm sure that everybody has a chip on their shoulder, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the two stars got a chip on their shoulder. The mm-hmm. three stars got a chip on their shoulder. The four stars want to be five stars. The five stars want to prove who they are. Everybody's got a chip on their shoulder. Go get the best damn players. That's what I'm asking you. All of the ACC, go get better players. Syracuse, build a wall around New York. Pitt, build a wall around Pennsylvania. What are you doing? Some of the best players in the country are leaving your states. They're leaving your states and going to play in these conferences and it's making people like me and Candace have conversations of, can we ever catch up? Of course. The ball players are coming from your state. Miami, FSU. If y'all can't, if y'all can't catch up, if y'all can't, 
but maybe this is the year. And like, you know, we can keep this conversation for because I feel like this is a good conversation today. Maybe it is the year that Florida State really brings it home for the ACC and they compete high with Clemson, who, of course, is just reloading. They're not rebuilding. And maybe it is the Miamis who start to figure things out in year three for coach. So maybe this is the time when we start to see the Blue Bloods, the cornerstone programs of college football turn the page and get back to basics of being a dominant recruiting machine. It's possible. It's po- it's very possible. But again, we're putting bad product in the media and on the field. And it's just, it's not, it's turning into what it's turning into Virginia and Virginia tech. Y'all got some, some of the best ball players ever from yeah. Virginia, that yeah. Virginia beats Newport news area. What are you doing? Somebody what are you doing? Yeah, somebody joking from the seven five seven. Trust me, I know. They're, they're, what are we doing? What are you? That's the reality. Yeah. All of y'all, the 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 call to all of you, be better. Go. So is this a call to battles. the coaches? It's a call to the schools programs. It's a call to the programs because it's not just the coaches in those recruiting battles, right? Mm-hmm. Because the coach, the head coach has a lot to do with it, but also are your facilities up to par? Are you spending the money? Up until very recently, I'll talk about just the school that I graduated from, my wonderful alma mater here. Up mm-hmm. until recently, plenty of people were wondering, why doesn't NC State want to spend money? Why don't they want to spend any money? Why are they so tight pocketed? One of the biggest endowments in the state of North Carolina, the largest public institution in the state of North Carolina, or actually, I believe, the largest educational institution in the state of North Carolina, period. And you're scared to spend money? For what? Because we got to get right with our technology. That's the that's the leading charge. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. Our do engineers. Do. Do Great I mean, engineering yeah, yes. programs. Yes. Yeah. I now let's 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 keep the main thing the main thing, right? Higher mm-hmm. education is not about sports, it's it's the other way around, right? Sure. 100%. But with 100%. that being said, with that being said. It ain't that much lab equipment in the world, baby. You- <laughs> but Kenton, when is the last time you've seen on front office sports at NC State, a UNC, a Clemson, uh, coming out with some new latest state of the art type of facility? In terms of sports? Mm-hmm. I mean, Clemson is upgrading theirs all the time. They got a lazy river in there, don't they? Is that, is that them? Is that them? I thought that was LSU. Oh, okay. it could it could well, be Clemson. They got a, either they way. Got, I know, got a lot I know Clemson got the lockers that saying. look like spaceships. I know they got that. I know for a fact. I looked at their lockers. And said, what? But I'm saying what? in general, from like a whole program or a whole conference wide, like when's the last time you've seen someone coming out about some major changes or you know additions or some former NFL player coming in and donating and getting like huge upgrades to their facilities? I mean. It, it, it happens. It happens. I'm not but, saying I didn't say it didn't happen. I'm just saying when's the last time? I, that, and I, I was about to agree with you. That's where I was going with that. Please, but I agree for once. But I agree that that there needs to be more. Again, that's why I, I say it's not just the coaches, but also coaches. You got to make it happen. When you start winning, it, it is the cycle of when you put a good product out, everything gets better. Everything gets better. When I say that this is a a result of again the universities not doing their proper due diligence, athletic directors, hiring coaches that are not worth it. I'm sorry to say this. Pry is not your fault. Fuentes is one of the worst football coaches I've ever seen in my life. 
how that brother got and kept the job as a head coach was insanity to me. Not that brother. How he did that was, I, I wanted to say More like word. hermano. <laughs> how that hermano got and kept the job, okay? <laughs> I, we, we can drop but, a little Spanish on there. It don't matter what, what language you want. We'll give it to you next. Claro, how claro do, que sí. How do these coaches, how do some of these coaches get jobs? And I'll, mm -hmm. I'll bring it back to Tony Elliott. How did that brother get a job? Because what? When you give these people who are terrible at this thing a job, you it brings down the You ought to be shamed. Oh, we no, got, we, shamed. We, we, we okay. You the Duke stray, the Tony Elliott stray. I already okay. know my boy you, getting the stray by the end of this. You were, the one that, you were the one that always um, talked about, uh, what was his name? Old Cutcliffe. You were always the one talking about Cutcliffe need to go. He need to retire. It's whoa, time. whoa, whoa, so whoa, whoa. The proof is in the X's and O's. No, no, I, I agree. But I'm saying when you let a Cutcliffe stay past his prime, when you give a Tony Elliott a job, when you give a Justin Fuentes a job, when you do those types of things as a conference, you will stay behind. That's what it is. Yeah. That's, I, yeah. I'm sorry. That's just what it is. That's very you, true. You can't have your teams out here losing to ODU. You can't have that. You can't. So basically what you're telling me is until we can get some consistency in high-level play, we're not going to catch up to the NFL draft type standards. Until we get some consistency in coverage, we're going to struggle. And it doesn't feel like we're catching up anytime soon. But that's why we wait for July, and we hope that Commissioner Phillips has some brand-new breaking news to tell us. Because to me, whoever he tries to – the whole last year was about who we adding, who we losing, who we gaining, all the things. We're always in talks. We're always in conversations. So I'm hoping these conversations are coming to roost, and we have some updates about how we're going to keep and continue to elevate this program. Because I think Commit he felt a way. <laughs> if, if I had to give a charge to Commissioner Phillips, it is Please. get the media deals right. That's That's your job. Get the media deals right. Don't worry about nothing else. Get the best media deals possible. Make sure that your media deals are that you got one that's ironclad. Great. Go get ones with better, uh, go get ones with better partnerships. Now I, I could be incorrect. It could be the universities who are cutting these deals with Valley and whatnot. I could be wrong there. I'm not sure. Yeah. But whoever is cutting those deals, that's your charge. That's your first charge. If that's you, Commissioner, that's on you. If it's the universities, that's on y'all. And then the next thing, universities, keep investing in these programs and invest better, invest more. When you look at what these universities who are in last, when you look at the, the programs that are in last, right? Uh, Pac-12 was dead last out of all the Power 5 conferences. You want to know why? If you look at their spending per team, not their, not their uh, allocation of, of revenue. I'm saying if you look at the spending, how much are they putting out every year? Washington State was one of the cheapest in the nation for years. For years, and then all of a sudden, when they spend a little money, they start getting a lot better out of nowhere. That's that's the reality. You have got to do that. And then the last thing is the coaches. When these folks invest in you and spend in you, put a good product on that field. Make it hard. Well, you, you ain't going to lead a show without letting them jokers know what's up. You ain't been the lead a show today, okay? Get that just, off your mind. Honey. I'm sorry. Listen, I do not ever want anybody to say, I'm a firm believer that when you give, when you say I can't do something or you credit something external to yourself as to why something hasn't happened, you relinquish your power to change it. So if I were to say, oh, well, the SEC, they're just born better. You know, 
Chris Jones, you know, he played in in uh, Ole Miss because he's from Mississippi, and Mississippi has a a uh, you know they, they breed ball players different. Alabama, yeah. what what pro teams does Alabama have? Right, yeah. Yeah. Roll Tide and, and Go Eagle, that's their pro teams. We can't compete with that. The minute you say that, you relinquish your power to change it. I believe that the ACC can change their current standing. I believe that they can because it's been before. There have been times before where the ACC was one of the dominant uh, was one of the dominant players in the game, and not just the ACC. The teams in the ACC were the dominant players. We had we saw Mike Vick take Virginia Tech to a national championship, and now they want to play Braxton Burmeister. I know he's been going for years, but you get my point. We've seen Miami multiple times go to national championships. We saw Jameis Winston go to a national championship. We saw UNC when they had Marvin Austin and Julius Peppers and all those jokers doing the great things that they did until the little boat incidents came up. We ain't got to talk about Julius that. Julius Peppers and Marvin Austin are in very, very different I know that they're in different. Okay, we could go okay, even further okay. back to Lawrence Taylor. You get my point. We okay. have seen mm-hmm. all of these teams. We have seen each and every team. We talk about NC State with Manny Lawson, Mario Williams, all those guys. Go win in the living room. Don't give up your power to change this by saying, oh, SEC, oh, the big teams, just, oh, those boys out the Midwest, they just, oh, those cornfields, all oh, they just produce so many ball players. Oh, Mar- yeah, Mario Williams got the best living room speech because how he convinced them jokers to make him number one is beyond me. But anyway, I'm just joking. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's okay. a joke. All right. <laughs> I'm just, I, if you look at the top five from that draft, you you would definitely say, oh, he was supposed to be number one by a mile. But go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> All that to say, we're charging the ACC to be better because we love what we do. We love talking Absolutely. about it. And we just want to have better product because we want to be able to brag different. We I want to I want to talk about 62 players. You know what I'm talking about? Like I Absolutely. want to be able to brag about how many uh players get their names called on Sunday from here. We got a plethora that have been signed. And, and, I don't want and, us to be in that conversation. And and let me not let me not get y'all out of here before giving a shout out to Narduzzi for sending guys to the league, regardless yeah. of what their record is. Narduzzi gonna put them in the league. Okay. Peninsula P, your boy up there doing it, baby. He doing his thing. I gotta okay. give him his love. Okay. Dabo, Dabo down in, in Clemson, South Carolina. I gotta give you your love. You doing your thing. Listen, I wanna roll my eyes too, give the love to Dabo. Trust me, I, it don't make me happy. It the does Lord, not make the Lord heart. is not pleased. It doesn't make my heart smile, but you got to get a man props where you give him props. Because guess what? Guess who's tops in putting players in the league right now? He's the guy. So guess what? The rest of the ACC. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Follow along. Follow. Those two set the blueprint. Now, Duzier mm-hmm. won the national championships every year, and yet he's still putting guys in the league. What is he doing different from you? What is he doing? Yeah, the ACC two years ago, so you know there's a lot of things that could happen, but that's why we have the conversations. We're going to talk about some of the rounds here. As again, we are in the more off-season talk, but we still want to make sure sure y'all are good to go. We also have some schedule stuff to go over. We didn't quite finish all of our schedules, so we want to make sure all the teams get some love. And beyond that, we can always have some portal parties. People do good things; they get signed, they bring people to their programs. We want to make sure that the off-season is great with all of the conference coverage for you. That's all the time we got today, though. For Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs, we hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Until next.